goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. And welcome WABC. Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour, if you would like to be on the program today, we have our backup number for you. 833-969-4447 is the number you will call today. 833-969-4447. We get started on the subways. In New York today, the F train. Back in the old days, the F train used to run out of 179th Street all the way out to Coney Island. The route has changed since I used to take it every day, or take it a lot. But the scene on the F train was not a good one. A group of what appeared to be teenage girls... Decided they wanted to pick on an Asian family. The teens have not been caught yet, and I hope that since their pictures were captured and they are all over the media, that someone with a conscience will identify these young, and I use the term in quotes, ladies so that they can be held accountable for what they did. And what they did was this. They started shouting and cursing at a family, an Asian family minding their business on the train. One of them gets up and allegedly pulls the hair of the woman, the 51-year-old mom, punched her, and made some sort of anti-ethnic remark toward the woman, again, who was Asian, the young black girl. The aggressive young lady then punched the strap hanger, Joanna Lynn, who had pulled out her telephone to record this chaotic and violent scene. Ms. Lynn says she's still in shock at a loss for words except what she documented on the video. She says she'll be okay. She's a bit sore on the head and on her tailbone. The other woman who was assaulted, Sue Young, told CBS New York the violence started when the three teenagers began laughing and pointing at her, her husband, and their 11-year-old twin daughters. Laughing at them. For what? Who knows? 
simply for existing, perhaps simply for being different than her. She didn't know them. After insult, after insult, the husband said, can you use some better words beside those? And then the little teen ladies began threatening the mom and shouting at the family. They were here visiting. They were in New York, visitors from Nevada, and this is what they have to deal with. The girls didn't realize they were being recorded. That's when the teenage young thug, excuse me, I'm sorry, lady, turned her attention on to the woman who was recording her assault. She ran over, grabbed her by the air, threw her on the ground, started punching her. She broke the woman's glasses. The woman has said she's been suffering from a headache. The mom, who was beaten for simply being whoever she was, different, showed ABC7 News two large bruises on her arm. Other passengers on the train were able to stop the girls from inflicting further violence. The family and Ms. Lynn got off at the next station where they called police. A quick note, those of you other passengers who stepped in to stop the violence, you may want to lawyer up in case Alvin Bragg wants to charge you with some sort of crime for daring to interfere in this violence. Now, Miss Young, who was beaten and who was apparently the target of what, what might be hate, says she wants everybody to see that we can bridge this thing, that there might be some good in those girls. She says she wants something positive to come out of it instead of just throwing them in jail. Well, that's a very noble and thought, and that just goes to show you, in spite of her being beaten down for no reason, terrorized she and her family while visiting our city, New York, that she has a good heart. Unlike these teenage miscreants. There was a story that we briefly talked about yesterday, maybe for a moment. Because by the time we were in the story, the artist Neo had apologized for his previous statements and the story was, oh, Neo caved. Let's revisit it all, because there there have been, as you may know, new developments in that case. Let us begin with what started the Neo saga. He was being interviewed, and he made some remarks about transgender identity. This is what Neo said. I have no issue with, with the LBG. I have no problem with, none of, with nobody. Okay? Right. Love who you love, do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where... A man was a man and a woman was a woman and it wasn't but two genders and that's just how I rocked. Me now, too. It, 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 you, could, you could identify as a goldfish if you feel. Right. <laughs> I, I agree. Mean, that ain't my business. 
It, just, it becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going right. to call you a goldfish, but exactly. you want to be a goldfish, you go be a goldfish. It's all Amen. Good. I mean, well yeah, it's, it's just, we live in a weird time, man. We, we do. do. We, we do. live in a time where a person will have a mental breakdown in front of their camera. Right. Wait, let me let me white balance. <laughs> no, it's That's crazy, right? <laughs> what the hell is that? Like if you if you are of sound mind enough to find the light. Right. <laughs> and exactly. Then break exactly. Down, exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Right. Man. No, there is something wrong with well, you. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> right. There ain't nothing wrong with you. Like man. All right, right we'll, right. we'll leave you're, it right here because they went on and he talked about again that, you know, he he has was raised in there where boys are boys, girls are girls, and that's how he's raising his kids. Well, didn't take long. Later yesterday afternoon, there was a story. It was on CNN, among other places. It was in on the Daily BS. It was a few places that Neo had caved in. He had apologized. But saying that that's how he rocks, that he grew up when boys were boys and men were men and girls and girls, women were women. And it says Neo has apologized for remarks he made about gender identity and parenting trans children. The singer posted a statement on Twitter expressing his regret over some of the things he said in a recent interview with Vlad TV. After much reflection... The statement said, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt. Hurt. I hurt them with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I have always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQIA plus community. So, I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Now, we didn't get to the part in the interview because it's a long interview where he had said, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, Neil says, you just let him rock with that? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. When did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make life-changing decisions for themselves? So that's what he apologized for. Or did he? It seems that Neo was unhappy with the apology that was on Twitter put out in his name. He then recorded himself on video making the following statement. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. That is the key line. I need you to hear this from the horse's mouth. And he points to his mouth in the video, not 
the publicist computer. Well, aha, it apparently seems that that apology, that groveling, that little groveling apology with all the inclusiveness and all the right keywords wasn't Neo. It was his publicist, and he is throwing his publicist, he or she, whoever she is, under the bus. Let us continue. For having an opinion on this matter, I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right. Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. Well, so much for that apology. No, I'm not backing down. I'm actually doubling down. I have an opinion. I'm raising five boys and two girls. He has been busy, busy, busy. And he does not believe in his opinion. Everybody has one, like other things on the anatomy. Everybody has one. He does not believe that children should make life-altering decisions while they are children. They should wait until they are adults. I am inferring this from what he said, obviously. So, will the matter stop here? Is this the end of this? Or will the publicist come back with yet another clarification of what the publicist wants to tamp down any question of controversy? I, if I were wearing a hat right now, would take it off to Neo. Congratulations on standing up for your beliefs and for laying it out so clearly. Yes, Neo, you have a right. As you said, you are entitled to your opinion, just as others are entitled to have the opinions that they have and they share. And thank you, Neo, for also standing up against the cancel culture, against 
those who want to force their narrative on society against the intolerant, against those who have a belief but are not content with having the belief themselves. They must, they must bludgeon you politically or with threats of ruining your career and your life. They must bludgeon you to adopt their narrative, their view of life. And it is very rare to see a pop artist these days stand up and just say, you know what? No, I'm not going for this. What I call, what James called, Neo never called it, but I'm not going for this liberal indoctrination. We'll see whether his career hurts for it or whether his career continues to blossom. I, for one, hope that it continues to blossom. 833-969-4447 is the number to call. 833-969-4447. British-born, Australian singer, actress, activist. Olivia Newton-John died from cancer at her home in California back August 8th last year. The last time we heard this song, it was because Billboard had named this the sexiest song in the world, which many of us took issue with. But a great performer nonetheless, the late Olivia Newton-John here on WABC, Talk Radio 77. Keep it right here. Again, that telephone number, 833-969-4447. Coming back right after this. Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I am a lineman for the county. This amazing song. And I drive the main road. From American singer, guitarist, songwriter, television host, and actor, Glenn Campbell, who died in 217 at the age of 81. You know, he had Alzheimer's, and he kept performing and kept doing it as long as he could. Released more than 70, 70, 70 studio albums. And believe it or not, he also, aside from the albums that Glenn Campbell produced in his own name, he was also the guitarist on Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night, You've Lost That Loving Feeling by the Righteous Brother, and The Monkees, I'm a Believer. Among the studio work he did. What a classic. Never gets tired, does it, folks? 
beautiful. Cool and the Gang did an instrumental on that that I love too. We used to in the band that I used to have in out in Queens, New York. We used to play the instrumental from Cool and the Gang. Spike Mickens did the uh, trumpet solo. It was an instrumental that they did. We have listeners in Massachusetts. Massachusetts Governor Maura Healy today has declared a state of emergency. Massachusetts is in a state of emergency. Now what? I bet you're wondering right now at home, ladies and gentlemen, or in your car, or wherever you may be, what could have possibly caused a state of emergency in Massachusetts? Could it be the out-of-control taxes? No. That's just the way we live up there. Have the Kennedy family gone on a rampage to try to stop Robert from running? No, that's not it. Has someone else died at the Obama compound? No, that's not it either. Massachusetts has declared a state of emergency because the liberal high-tax haven has been overrun by migrants. Miss Haley, a Democrat, I mean, after all, there is really only one party. Well, no, once in a while, a rhino will get elected to something up in Massachusetts, but Ms. Haley, Democrat, announced the state of emergency exists, she says, due to rapid and unabating increases in the number of families with children and pregnant people, pregnant people, pregnant people. I guess that means that some of the men up there are pregnant, too. Used to be only women got pregnant, but anyway, I digress. She says the increases in the number of families with children and pregnant people, many of them newly arriving migrants and refugees living within the state but without the means to secure a safe shelter in our communities, have caused the state to go into a state of emergency. The state says there are nearly 5,600 families or more than 20,000 people in the state shelter system. That's it? That's it? We've got 20,000 more people up here than we thought? Go to Texas. Go to states where illegal immigrants have been pouring in now for over four years. Ladies and gentlemen, least we forget the real numbers here. The Biden administration is on track to let in between four and six million, you heard me right, four and six million 
illegal immigrants cross into this nation during this the first and hopefully last Biden term. Massachusetts is now joining other places like New York in demanding that they get some help from the federal government, from their fellow Democrats that have allowed this crisis to fester across the United States. And I know I can see you crying right now, many of you. You're beside yourselves, sobbing, crying, wondering how the beautiful state of Massachusetts is going to continue now that 20,000 more people than they had anticipated are in their shelter system. This is astounding. What happened, ladies and gentlemen, to the word sanctuary? What happened to that proud word that liberals were throwing around all during the Trump administration? We are proud, we are Democrat, and we are a sanctuary. We are a sanctuary for those who want to enter into this country illegally. You see how quickly things can change. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. Both Snurley's Rush Hour. It is Tuesday. Thank you for being here. We will be getting to your calls today on our backup number, 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. Stay with us. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, born on this day, the U.S. soul singer, Joe Tex, born in 1933. Just because her got them little skinny legs. Now, there's another uh, thing that happened in music history, and I need an opinion from our esteemed, beloved program director, Matt Meany. Hey, good uh, afternoon, Matt. James. Good afternoon. Good. Matt, this was an important day in music history. As you do so, you highlight very, you know, I have to say, g- greatly all the time. I love the music stuff you do. Thank you. Yeah. On this day in 1988, when you were still, if you were even here, a little tyke. A year away. Running around in diapers. The American hip-hop group, N.W.A., released a record that would go on to be consequential in American history. So consequential, in fact, 
that this record, straight out of Compton, on Ruthless Records, was selected for preservation in the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress of the United States of America as being culturally, historically, or artistically significant. So my question for you, Matt, Mm -hmm. our esteemed beloved program director, is it seems to me that since Congress has honored the group by saying this record is culturally, historically, and artistically significant, may I say the name of the group? Because the name of the group, this group has a name. NWA is just how people refer to it. But the group has a name. And so, Matt, may I, in connection with this story, tell the beautiful people of this wide and ever-growing audience what the name of the group is, that gave us this historic, culturally, artistically significant record straight out of Compton. Unfortunately, the wide-spanning, vast audience that is listening is going to have to remain on the edge of their seats as to what NWA stands for yet. I can't tell them the name of the group. Unless we, you know, the FCC makes some changes, so I don't, I don't think so. No, 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 Matt. Don't blame it on the the, uh, the FCC. That's not one of the seven words. <laughs> that, that, that word You're is, right. You're right. That word is not one of the seven words. You are right. You are right. It's... And if you travel on a subway train, you'll hear the word once from any number of people. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent hear it all the time. And it's a uh, I cringe I hate I, I, I do not like the word at all. So that's just me. Oh. But, uh, well yeah. folks, I guess you'll have to use your imagination because I can't tell you what the N stands for in NWA, but the rest of it is with attitude. So that part I'm sure I can say with attitude in with attitude. How's that? That works. <laughs> okay. So we're okay. We're good there. All right. So ends with attitude released straight out of Compton this day in 1988. And your Library of Congress has deemed ends with attitude straight out of Compton such a masterpiece that now it has been preserved. In the Library of Congress. <sighs> Thank you, Matt. You got it, James. Let us turn our attention to something else. Ladies and gentlemen, over a dozen men have been charged with sex crimes in Australia. Now, why am I bringing up what happens in Australia? What happens down under? After all, what happens down under should stay down under, right? Wrong. The dozen men that have been charged with sex crimes in Australia follow an American FBI investigation that proved fatal for two FBI agents. Nineteen men have been arrested down there, charged with a combined 138 offenses in connection to an international pedophile ring. (gasps) We allege 
These men were members of a technologically sophisticated online child abuse network that was operating across the country, Australian Federal Police Commander Helen Schneider told news outlets. Now, what happened was it was the death of two FBI agents killed in 2021 while attempting to execute a search warrant for child pornography in Florida that started this investigation going. And this vast pedophile ring was just busted as a result of that in Australia. Now, it wasn't so long ago that the film that's on the market now, Sound of Freedom, started talking about this stuff. And what did the left do? They accused the makers of that film of being QAnon people. Oh, what are you talking about? Child pornography, child trafficking. That's some QAnon stuff. Huh. There was just a big bust in our own country two weeks ago. Another child. And then there was a bust in Lake Worth, Florida. Couples trafficking minor children in Lake Worth, Florida. That happened this week. Didn't make national news. So, ladies and gentlemen, maybe, maybe, maybe. And there are a lot of people that talk about this. There are a lot of people that are talking. In fact, a lot of people are saying in Florida, there's a vast problem with this because of the people that are coming in through the ports and that there's a vast problem with this coming in over across the Mexican border. Apparently, those people that made Sound of Freedom, they're onto something maybe, huh? Oh, by the way, why hasn't why isn't anyone still trying to persecute prosecute those involved with Jeffrey Epstein? Why did that story go dark? I mean, there was a book with all of his clients' names in it, supposedly. How come we don't hear about that anymore? You know, Jeffrey Epstein, the guy that went to Rikers and never, well, and was rolled out of there, not alive. Remember him? The big donor to certain people, the guy that has the picture of Bill Clinton in a blue dress, had it hanging in his house. But it's those QAnon people again, those QAnon people making up stuff, right? In Chicago. Yes, we're going to get to your calls, and if you're on hold, thank you for waiting. In Chicago. A man accused of gunning down a nine-year-old girl riding her scooter over the weekend has been charged with first-degree murder. Michael Goodman, that last name seems a little doubtful in this instance, doesn't it? Michael Goodman, 43, allegedly approached a group of people walking on the sidewalk across the street from his home about 9.40 at night, Saturday night. He pulls out a gun and he shoots a nine-year-old Sarah B. Mendina in the head. He had complained, you see, about the neighborhood kids making noise. And after he shot this young nine-year-old riding her scooter in her head and killed her, the girl's father, who had watched his daughter get shot in her head and murdered, 
tackled the man that did it. One of his relatives says he saved other people because God only knows what that monster intended to do that night, how many lives he was going to take if it wasn't for her father. Poor little nine-year-old girl was pronounced dead. Gunshot wound to her head. She made too much noise in Chicago. James Golden, both nerdly. This is not QAnon stuff. Something is real and evil and engulfing far too many people in this world. WABC, coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. REO Speedwagon on WABC Talk Radio 77. 1981. MTV. Back when they used to play M. Even from some of the ends. Had their first ever stereo concert in Denver. Headlining the event, REO Speedwagon, who had just released the album High Infidelity. This, of course, the monster hit from that album. We have one more story before we go to the calls, and we are going to go to your calls really quickly. And this last story, I got to tell you, it's a cheesy story, folks. This this won a gold record for them. As it should have. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get to the cheesy story. I'll make it quick. This is really an Italian man has perished, my friends, when he was crushed by thousands of wheels of cheese at his warehouse. Cheesemaker Giacomo Giapparini, seventy-four years old was buried by thousands of wheels of Grana Pandano. It's a Parmesan-style hard cheese. It's very popular in Italy. The incident happened when a shelf broke in his factory's warehouse. That warehouse holds 25,000 wheels of cheese. Each one of these wheels of cheese, and you have seen these big wheels of cheese, each one of those weighs 90 
pounds. The shelf breaks, the cheese falls, and let's put it like this. It took emergency responders 12 hours, 12 hours to dig him out from underneath all of that cheese. So, so saying they uh, they had to cut the cheese to get him out? And then people were saying, of course, as they were doing it, who moved my cheese? James Golden, <laughs> K.A. Snurley here. Oh, goodness, yes. Let us head to the telephones. Margaret in Ardsley, New York. How are you, Margaret? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call, James. I'm, I was calling because of inclusivity. And uh, yes. I'm just wondering how, well, let's put it this way. How can you, inclusivity means everybody. Everyone's included. So if you disagree with somebody, how can you oust them? And 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 you should be including them. They may not agree with you, but give them time and and and, and suck it up a little bit, and things will change. In the immortal words of Rush Hudson Limbaugh the Third, the answer to your question is very simple. Because liberals are liberals first; they put their liberalism ahead of everything, even their own words. Liberals are liberals first. What they believe is the only thing that they want you to believe. So when they talk about inclusivity, they mean inclusivity as long as you agree with us. If you don't agree with us, you're out. And you better agree with us or we will make your life miserable until you do agree with us. So you're absolutely right. But that is what we're dealing with. Let's go to or Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to hear from you, Margaret. Mark in Orange County, New York. How are you this afternoon, Mark? Good, James. I want to tell you you're a beacon of clarity, and I just want to say I am not familiar with Neo, uh, uh, with his music or artistry, but um, the man had obvious convictions, and he was uh, he spoke... As, as clearly as you can and articulated things that I, I'm amazed that more people don't do this. And, and, um, I, I just want to say, I appreciate you putting it on. And, um, you know, he, 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 he said things that I think many people feel, but are so afraid to uh, speak it. And he didn't, he didn't back down. That's it. Thank you. And that, I think, is what is going to make Neo even more popular. People, I believe, I don't think he will be canceled. I think the clarity that he thought, and he did express his love for people, which is what we are supposed to do. But he's absolutely right. We can love people and still maintain our opinion, and our opinion can be different than theirs. He said he's about love, but I have an opinion. I'm raising my family, and this is how I'm teaching my family. And so I hope that others will agree and applaud him for it. Let us go to John in Long Island. How are you, John? Good. How are you doing today? I had a quick question. I heard that 
when uh, the mayor is going to move these people to Randall's Island, that the state agreed to pick up half the bill for that? Is that the mm-hmm. that's true? I'll have to look into it. I don't know whether it's true. I know that he was trying to plan to uh, to open up some of Randall's Island to them. Look, they just took over a park in a neighborhood. I believe it's in Brooklyn, and the residents there, many of themselves are immigrants, legal immigrants, are unhappy about it. So we'll have to look and see whether that's true, but even so, the problems are still going to persist. And just think about this. As I said with the case in Massachusetts, we are not talking about the kind of numbers that states like Texas like Florida, like even California have had to deal with. In Massachusetts, 20,000 more on their shelter system is causing a state of emergency. The Biden administration, this first term, between four and six million illegal immigrants allowed to wander in the country freely. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. The hour comes and goes so quickly. God willing, we will be here tomorrow for Boston Early's Rush Hour at 4 o'clock. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love, gratitude for you being with us today. Hasta mañana, baby. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.